Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with the income report for November 2019. And my friends, we have quite a doozy of a report for you. We're going to be talking about masterminds. We're going to be talking about family time and so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. The fitness industry is a $94 billion industry, and it's not showing any signs of slowing down. F45 is here to prove it, and they're inviting you to join them. Inquire today about owning your own F45 franchise at f45invest.com slash fire. That's F the number 45, f45invest.com slash fire. The biggest needle mover in my business, funnels. The software I use to build my funnels, ClickFunnels, no question. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. So what's up, Fire Nation? And I will say that this is a pretty cool income report, and I really hope you stick around all the way till the end because we're going to be talking about a bunch of cool things. Kate and I came back from that 90-day world trek, and we were on fire to get back into the swing of things. And we did that by doing two of some of our favorite things in the world to do, which are masterminds. So we're going to be talking about two masterminds that both Kate and I were involved in and ran. So we're going to be very excited about talking about both of those. Of course, we're going to be talking with Josh and David for a tax and legal tip. My family visited, so we're going to be talking about family time as well, and a couple cool little announcements there, and of course, just the normal value bombs you're going to be getting on every single one of these episodes. So before we dive in to Josh's tax tip of the income report, let me kind of go through November's income at a glance. Our gross income for November was $146,000. Our total expenses were just under $39,000 for a total net profit of $107,468. That was a $48,886 decrease from the month prior, which is kind of crazy when you think about it because during October, we were traveling the entire month and during November, we were here working the entire month. But that just kind of shows you the business that you can create as an entrepreneur is that it doesn't necessarily matter how hard you're working on any given month because you're getting rewarded for things that you're doing months and sometimes even years ago. And it's really just cool to see those revenue streams keep on chugging. So our percentage net profit to overall gross revenue was 73%. So we didn't get back up into the 90s, which we've done before. We weren't in the 80s, which is when I'm really, really excited and happy. But the 70s, I'm not going to complain. It's a great net profit to overall gross revenue. And honestly, that's where I'd like to see us in the the, uh, 70s to 80s for all of 2020. That'll be a, a goal that we have here at Entrepreneurs on Fire. Now, again, we have a lot of cool things I want you to hang around for, but we're going to dive right into Josh, Mr. CPA on Fire himself, his November tax tip, which is all based around, should you pay your spouse a wage? So Josh, take it away. 
All right, John, this month we're going to do something a little different, and we are going to take a question that came directly from a Podcasters Paradise member, and they had a tax question revolving around the question of paying their spouse in their business. And for the rest of Fire Nation out there, I'm sure if they have a business and they have a spouse, chances are at some point they have wondered whether they should or should not be paying their spouse, right? So maybe they they are paying them because they've heard that's a good idea, or maybe they're not paying them because they don't know whether it's a good idea. Either way, we're going to tackle it on this month's income report. And on the surface, paying your spouse seems to make a lot of sense, right? You're moving income from the business, which is increasing your business expenses, which is decreasing the total taxes you pay in theory, all right? And it's putting more that money directly into your own pockets, right? That it's going to your spouse. But the truth is that doing this will actually cost you money, not save you money on taxes. And there's a few reasons why. First, there is no actual tax deduction for paying your spouse, all right? I get it, it seems like there is. You're paying it, it's a business expense, that's all true. The problem is it then gets reported as income to your spouse and the net impact is exactly the same, right? So you pay your spouse $50,000 from the business, it's a $50,000 deduction in the business, then your spouse turns around and claims that $50,000 as income. It's taxed the exact same way, whether it's profits from the business or payroll to your spouse, right? So there's no actual tax savings. On top of that, there's actually a tax increase because on those wages you pay your spouse, you're going to have to pay payroll taxes. And since you're the owner of the business, you're going to have to pay both sides of that payroll tax, meaning Social Security and Medicare tax. Okay, so that's going to be roughly 15.3%. So if you paid them for easy math, $100,000, you're going to be looking at an additional payroll tax of about 15% or $15,000, right? So not a small amount. Those are taxes, depending on what type of entity you were, but assuming you're a decently profitable business, you're an S corporation, those are taxes you would not have paid on the profits of the business. So you turned around and had something that was not subject to payroll taxes, now you're turning it into payroll taxes, so your taxes went up instead of saving you money in taxes. So it's one of those things, there's a lot of these in taxes where it seems like it's such a great idea, I'm creating this business deduction, I'm paying my spouse, we're putting more money in our pockets, it's a great idea. For most people, it is actually not a good idea. But as always in accounting and in taxes, the true answer is it depends because it is not always a bad idea to pay your spouse. There are exceptions and the one big exception is if you have a 401k or a SEP within your business, okay, and you're already maxing out your own SEP and 401k contributions and you want to make additional contributions on top of that. If that describes you, then by paying your spouse, you can now make those contributions on behalf of your spouse. Okay, so let's say that you have an S corporation, it's making $500,000 a year, you already contributed $56,000 to your own SEP, you can't put any more into it, but your spouse does not have a 401k or retirement account that he's contributing to, she's contributing to, by paying them a salary, you can now contribute to theirs. And that will be a tax deduction. And that tax deduction will offset 
more than likely any of the taxes you pay in additional payroll taxes. So if you fall under that threshold, you have a retirement account in the business, you're already maxing out your own contributions and you want to contribute more, then paying your spouse could absolutely make sense. There's a few other areas where it can make sense. Let's say maybe that you wanted your spouse to get social security benefits in the future. They don't currently have a job by paying them a salary that, that pays social security taxes. They That helps them get those benefits in retirement. It may or may not be a benefit worth doing, but the bottom line is it it depends. You need to talk to a professional, see if it makes sense. Don't just go and put your spouse on payroll because it sounds like a good deduction because someone told you that you need to do that. There's there's horrible information out there telling people that they need to put their spouse on payroll. Chances are it's a bad idea, but it's definitely something worth exploring and seeing if it does make sense for you. And one other interesting note, when when we were talking about this, Kate kind of pinged me and she's like, hey, when you're saying this, you're talking about only spouses that actually already work in the business, right? And the, the truth is no. I mean, there's, I, I'll use myself in this example. I, uh, we, we wanted to be able to max out or to, to contribute more to our retirement account. My wife didn't technically work in the business, but we paid her a salary, gave her a role so that we could get the contribution to her retirement account. So we were able to put an extra $33,000 into her retirement in 2018 by putting her on salary. So those are the situations that make sense, may or may not make sense for you. Like with all things tax related, make sure you reach out to your CPA, your tax professional, and see if it makes sense for you. And as always, Fire Nation can reach out to me directly, josh at cpmfire.com. Check out our website. We have a brand new website up, cpmfire.com. And be sure to send in those questions. We're looking for questions to answer in these income reports. Josh, as always, thanks for dropping those value bombs, brother. And Fire Nation, make sure you check out Josh, josh at cpaonfire.com if you want to email him or just go directly to cpaonfire.com. Now we're moving forward with David, our legal brain for entrepreneurs on fire. And he's going to be dropping value on who should I ask to sign an ND. So he's going to be breaking down non-disclosure agreements. So David, take it away. Okay, today's legal topic is who should I ask to sign an NDA? Non-disclosure agreements or NDAs are one of the most common type of business documents. The purpose is simple, to prevent one party from disclosing the confidential information of another party. I found that business owners are sometimes confused about NDAs and who should sign them. So let's go over some of the basics. First question is what's covered? An NDA or non-disclosure agreement can cover any information that your company owns that's confidential. And when I refer to your company, that could just be you or a larger enterprise of multiple people. So these this information is referred to as trade secrets, and the items covered by an NDA might include, for example, lists and contact information of customers or clients, business plans including future product or service launches, new ideas and inventions, fees and costs, marketing and advertising information, computer software, confidential information of third parties, such as your company's clients. I mean, it could really include a whole lot of different types of information. Um, The next question is whether the non-disclosure agreement is going to be mutual or one-way. So NDAs come in two basic flavors, mutual or one-way. A one-way NDA is appropriate when your company is sharing information with somebody, but they aren't sharing any confidential information with you. So you're sharing the information with them, but they're not sharing confidential information back from their side with you. An example might be a potential employee. 
This employee is learning about your company through the hiring process, but she may not be bringing her own confidential information to the table, so asking her to sign a one-way NDA would be appropriate. A mutual NDA is recommended when both parties are sharing confidential information. For example, if your company is entering into a strategic partnership with another business, you may want to sign a mutual NDA so both parties' trade secrets are protected. So the big question is, who should be asked to sign an NDA? In most cases, anyone who's going to be exposed to your company's confidential information should ideally sign an NDA. However, there are a few exceptions. For example, attorneys don't typically sign NDAs. Almost all information you share with an attorney is already privileged and confidential, so in most cases, there's no need to have the attorney sign an NDA. Now, a lot of people ask me when to ask for an NDA. This part can be kind of tricky. For example, let's say you've developed a concept to help a big company sell more of their products. If you call up the corporate office and ask them to sign an NDA before they even know who you are or what you have to share, you probably won't get a very good response. So in some cases, part of the confidential information may need to be shared before the other party is likely to sign an NDA. On the other hand, if your company is established and you have a solid professional reputation in your industry, you're more likely to be able to get an NDA signed before you disclose anything. The bottom line is use your best judgment. And if the other party is resistant to signing, discuss the details of the document with them to find out what the real sticking point is. To sum up, NDAs or non-disclosure agreements are an important part of a business owner's toolkit. If you need assistance creating or reviewing an NDA, please contact me at lizardbramlaw.com. Thanks a lot, and I'll talk to you next time. David, value bombs as always. Thank you, brother. And Fire Nation, make sure you visit lizardbramlaw.com. You can email David directly. We have a link to his contact form at eofire.com slash income 75, which of course denotes the 75th month in a row we have published an income report. And with all that being said, let's now talk about a couple things that went down with myself and Kate in November, specifically the Knowledge Business Blueprints Bonus Mastermind. Quite a mouthful, Knowledge Business Blueprints Bonus mastermind. So Kate, Fire Nation has been like, I've heard enough from the guy so far. Let's bring in the lady. That's you. So what went down with the KBBBM? (laughs) I really am holding it down for the ladies. And let me tell you this, all this time for the beginning whole part of this, like so many things have been happening outside of my window. And I just keep wanting to like share with people what's going on. I've uh, curbed my temptation to break in here. And I always patiently await my turn to jump in. So well, what's happening out there? Like are people like paving the road or something? Well, no, an egret came flying through the sky and landed on top of our, like that stone (laughs) part of our house. (laughs) You need to be doing like Instagram stories while we're recording these. Oh yeah. Well, I did do an Instagram story, so you can check it out on my Instagram stories. (laughs) Um, Okay. So knowledge business blueprint bonus mastermind. Fire Nation, as most of you know, in February 2019, so February of this year, we teamed up with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi as affiliates of the launch of Knowledge Business Blueprint. Knowledge Business Blueprint, otherwise known as KBB, is an online course that teaches you how to create and run your own mastermind. 
We have a whole review on it on our site. And let me tell you, this is one of the best online courses I've ever taken. I've actually gone through it twice now. It was so good. And as a bonus for those who were early action takers, so we promoted Knowledge Business Blueprint to you, Fire Nation. And to those of you who were early action takers, we offered a two-day in-person bonus mastermind here in Puerto Rico. And in the month of November, we hosted that mastermind. And holy cow, it was so much fun. This was the biggest in-person mastermind event that we've ever hosted, which John, I didn't even really realize that until I was writing the income report. And then I, I'm kind of glad I didn't realize it until then because I was so immersed in the planning aspects of it and like getting ready for it. And I think if I would have had in my mind that this is the biggest in-person event we've ever hosted, I might have let that like sway me a little bit and make me a little more nervous than was necessary. But we hosted 35 people. So we had 35 people in the room. And we have so many takeaways from this experience, which we're going to be sharing with you here, of course, and that you can head over to the income report to see like a detailed rundown of it. Again, as John said earlier, eofire.com forward slash income seven five. And I mean, I want to dive into all of the takeaways and like this whole experience, but I would say at the end of the day, this bonus mastermind could not have gone any better. Do you agree, John? It went so well, and it's always because of the attendees. I mean, Kate and I, we're going to do our part. We're going to care. We're going to bring the heat, but I'll tell you, man, the people that showed up and the people that were there... It's just amazing the quality of individuals who commit to doing something like this. I mean, flying to Puerto Rico, coming down to the southeastern side of the island for multiple days, you know, many of them alone, many of them for the first time on a Caribbean island. I mean, it was quite an amazing group of people. Oh, we had people coming from Australia, from France. We had people fly in for literally, I think one person was here for like 62 hours or something. I mean, like the level of commitment and like people's desire to be here. Oh my gosh, you could feel it in the room big time. The energy was so high. And I mean, this this actually has a lot to do with many of the lessons that we learned. And the way that you bring people together in a room for a mastermind like this, so much of it, as you said, John, is dependent on the people in the room. But so much of it is also dependent on how you set up that atmosphere, like how you plan that platform to bring people together, making them feel comfortable, making them feel, you know, uh, good about making connections with one another and open and being willing to just be vulnerable and share with each other. And wow, we created some magic in that room that day. We created some magic, and I will say that that room itself was magical. I mean, what I want you to picture, Fire Nation, is that we rented out this room. It's at the top level of this really great building right on the Caribbean in our community here in Palmas del Mar. It's this cupola, so it's this rounded room that just has windows all the way around. You walk in, and it is literally... 360 degrees of views. I mean, if I'm actually being really technical, it's probably 270 degrees of views because 
all the way back to your left and all the way back to your right. As far as you can like bring both of your arms back, you're just looking out into the gorgeous Caribbean and you've got views of mountains in El Junque, the rainforest to the left, and then the rest of our community in the marina to the right. And it's just a really cool place. Um, so it's a place I definitely see us revisiting and future dates for something like this because when people do come down to a place like Puerto Rico, you don't want to bring them to some windowless room that has like really good air conditioning and, you know, comfortable chairs. Like they can do that in a hotel anywhere. You want to give them the whole Caribbean experience. So were there a couple issues with the room? Like, yeah, maybe the air conditioning wasn't quite as high as I personally would have liked it. And, you know, the acoustics weren't like perfect because it was a pretty big room. But way, way more important was that view, was the feeling that like, hey, we're in the Caribbean and we're learning and we're making ourselves better, we're making our businesses better. All of that stuff was super, super important to myself, to Kate and to everybody there. And it really just set the tone for the entire weekend, which by the way, it was an entire weekend. So I mean, Kate, kind of talk about that and like everything that we put into this. Yes, definitely. And we have a couple of pictures on the income report of the room that we were in and kind of the mastermind setup that we did. We did a U-shaped setup, which worked out so great. Uh, A group picture of everyone. So you can kind of see some of the peeps that were in the room. But the setup of this, so Saturday was the all-day mastermind. That was like the main day when we were going to be putting people in the hot seats. We were going to be diving into people's businesses. We were really going to, you know, hit that day hard. What we did to kind of set that day up is we ended up doing an unofficial dinner on Friday night, which John, looking back at that, I can't believe that that I was kind of thinking like, should we do this? Should we not do this? Because it was such a value add to bring people together before the like everyone was in a room together, just like spilling all the beans about like their business and where they're at and and asking, you know, all these really deep and like personal questions and, and sharing all of that. Like it was so critical that we brought these people together before that happened, just so everyone's comfort level with one another was high. Everyone didn't, you know, you weren't just seeing people for the very first time. So Friday night, we did that unofficial meetup, a dinner in the plaza, which was great. Uh, Saturday, we had the all day mastermind. Saturday night, we hosted a kind of dinner and reception at our house. And we had it catered by one of the restaurants in the plaza. And I was nervous about that many people at our house, just in terms of like, are we going to have enough space? Is it going to be a good setup for people to, you know, be continuing that engagement and carrying on conversations from the day? And it went so, so well. And then Sunday, we did a morning hike up Submarine Hill. So we took people back on the trails here in Palmas Del Mar, which was a great bonding experience and a really cool way to continue Again, more conversations from the day before. And then all Sunday afternoon, we hosted a pool party at our house again. And having people at our house opening the door of our home for these people who had placed so much trust in us, not only to invest in KBB through us, but to then, like you said, John, invest that time, that money, the you know time away from their business, time away from their family to travel down here to Puerto Rico. I know from several conversations that I had with several individuals who were here that it really, really meant a lot to them that we opened up our home to them. I'm so glad that we did that. And it was a blast. It was so much fun. It was a ton of fun. I just want to echo something you mentioned earlier, which that 
uh, dinner that we uh, kind of had on that Friday where we were just like, hey, it's just a little meetup. Like Kate and I are just going to drop in for a few minutes because, you know, we get a lot of prep still to do for Saturday and Sunday, et cetera. But we really think that you guys should meet here to kind of like get to know each other. So then you saw like fast forward to Saturday morning when people were arriving at the mastermind, they were like, hey, hugging, like talking, laughing about the night before. And it was just like this totally different atmosphere because of it. Because yeah, guess what? These people had met for the first time like 10 hours prior, but it made all the difference in the world because you're seeing a person for the second time. You had just like been out having food and drinks and conversations in a very relaxed environment. So it just made this group incredibly cohesive right from the beginning. And, you know, I'll be frank, there were a couple of people that for various reasons couldn't make that dinner on Friday night. And it was pretty obvious who those people were because they just weren't like automatically assimilated into this group atmosphere that was created. So just a little uh, hint of knowledge for those people listening that are going to be doing something like this is that when you can have just kind of a laid back, kind of fun, relaxing start to the week, to the weekend or to whatever your mastermind is going to be, if you're going to run something like this, any kind of live event, you don't even have to be personally majorly involved. And honestly, maybe you shouldn't because there's going to be kind of an extra level of like, oh, is John like judging me right now for like the, the hot seat that he's doing on me tomorrow? Like, is he going to use some of these conversations against me? Like they, who you don't know exactly what's going through their minds. So I felt very good about being there. We were there for like 45 minutes, said hi to everybody. Then we peaced out and we just let them have fun and we let them bond with like no kind of quote unquote, you know, <laughs> parental supervision, so to speak, of myself and Kate there, you know, who are going to be leading this mastermind for the next two days. So just kind of wanted to add that. And Kate, anything you want to share before we kind of move on to uh, the next part of the income report? Yeah, just again, I, I love that lesson. And it is one of the biggest takeaways that we share with you on the income report post. So for all of our lessons, for all of our lessons having to do with the lead up to the mastermind, all the planning, the comfort and connection, the logistics of it, the energy that you bring, uh, making sure that you switch things up during the mastermind, really going above and beyond going that extra mile to let people know like, hey, I know that you've done a lot to show up here and be here. And I want you to know that I'm doing a lot. I'm showing up big for you. And uh, and this is how. And so if you want to check out all the other lessons that we have to share with you on the back end of this mastermind, eofire.com forward slash income seven five. Not to mention some really great photos that we took of the room, of the individuals, I mean, we didn't talk a ton about the Sunday event that we had where we also had the pool party and stuff. I know Kate mentioned a little bit about that, but just kind of like ending the weekend on this very relaxing, fun note. I mean, literally, like we're like, you guys, let's have it from 11 to 4 and like, there it is like 6 or 7 p.m. that night and like people like literally did not want to leave. <laughs> We're just like, all right, guys, it's getting late. We got to close up shop here. But it was just an overall great weekend, as Kate mentioned, much more details and many more takeaways at the actual income report itself, eofire.com slash income 75. So definitely go check it out. And don't go anywhere because we're going to be talking about the Dumas clan coming down to Puerto Rico. We're going to be talking about the second mastermind that Kate and I hosted at our house. And we're also going to be giving you the income breakdown for November, like real specifics, not to mention Kate's biggest takeaway of the month, which is always a great one. And Kate, there's something that you wanted to tease for Fire Nation here that we have coming up pretty quickly. 
Yes, most definitely. So if you guys are fired up about the idea of a mastermind, running your own mastermind, or potentially participating in a future mastermind that we put on, we have some exciting stuff coming up. We are going to be partnering with our great friends, Jill and Josh Stanton of Screw the 9 to 5. And we could not be more excited to be bringing you a challenge right in the new year. So definitely keep your eyes and ears open for that. We're going to be sharing all the details. And we know you're going to love it, Fire Nation. We cannot wait to share it with you. We are definitely teasing you guys right now because this challenge is going to be so much fun. Kate and I are going to be so involved every step of the way with this challenge. Those of you who decide to participate are going to have an absolute blast, learn so much, and literally ignite your business. So we have some more to share as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. The fitness industry is a $94 billion industry and is not showing any signs of slowing down. F45 is here to prove it and they're inviting you to join them. F45 is a global fitness community where members and trainers encourage and motivate each other to reach their full potential. But F45 doesn't just provide clients with a premium fitness experience. They also offer franchisees a unique business opportunity. Personal trainers, retired athletes, and professionals seeking a departure from the corporate world are among a few of the more non-traditional investors opening F45 locations around the world. F45 equips their franchisees with a proprietary business model and a connection to a highly engaged global franchise network. In fact, in just six years, their network has opened over 1,700 franchises in more than 45 countries worldwide. And that is why F45 is one of the world's fastest growing fitness networks. If you're looking to join a movement built on innovation, motivation, and results, inquire today about owning your own F45 franchise at f45invest.com slash fire. That's F, the number 45, invest.com slash fire. The biggest needle mover in my business, funnels. They've allowed me to do so much, like deliver free courses to my audience, resulting in tens of thousands of leads. They've also helped me present live masterclasses to teach thousands of others of how to create and launch their own podcasts, and they've helped me generate millions of dollars in sales. But I couldn't have done any of it as effectively as I have without the right software to help. ClickFunnels. With ClickFunnels, you can build sales funnels without a programmer and without knowing any code. And these sales funnels walk your visitors through the sale in a way that maximizes your conversions and earnings. And the great thing about ClickFunnels is that it's not just your funnel building editor, it's also your shopping cart, your email autoresponder, your membership software, your affiliate management software, and so much more. Join over 90,000 entrepreneurs who are actively using ClickFunnels to easily get their products and their message out to the world. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. So Fire Nation, we are back. And as I kind of alluded to, the Dumas clan came into town and they were actually here for two weeks. That's my mother, Selena, and my father, Art. They both came into town for two weeks, um, the end of November and the beginning of December. So I'll kind of talk a little bit about exactly what that experience was pertaining to all of those two weeks, even though it did bleed into December. Because I'll say that it kind of starts for me um, going back about five years. 
I read an article. I would love to credit the source. I just can't honestly remember at the top of my mind who this individual was. But the article really spoke to me because it was all about how by the time you're 18 years old, you have spent 80% of the time with your parents that you will spend for the entirety of your life. Meaning that's from 18 forward, you have 20% more time with your parents of the 100% time you're going to spend with them throughout your entire lifetime. You know, of course, that's skewed a little bit. You've got to take into account because like you're living with your parents, you're seeing them every single day, you're sleeping at the house, et cetera, et cetera. But it does make you step back and think that, wow, I maybe don't necessarily have as much time with my parents as I maybe have assumed all of these years. And for those of you that are listening who no longer have both parents or have one parent left, like you recognize that. Like I'm in that situation with my grandparents right now. I have one remaining grandmother and you know, I never really thought when I was like 15 and 20 that like my time was limited with them because I just didn't sit there and think about it. But that article really made me think and say, wow, I want to start making the most of the time that I have left with my parents. I mean, I'm not going to like move next door to them and like bug them every single day for the rest of my life. But when I do have quality time with them, when I go home to Maine, when they come to Puerto Rico, when we're doing a, a joint trip together somewhere, I'm going to be very intentional intentional about that time that we have together. And I'm not going to take it for granted. I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to be working all day. So I literally cleared my calendar for two weeks. I had like maybe one day of work during those two weeks. And the other essentially 13 days, I was pretty darn free and clear from anything. And I was just very, very specific and intentional with taking that time that I cleared and spending it with my parents. So I woke my mom up 13 out of those 14 days with a cup of coffee and a song that she used to actually sing to me when she would wake me up in the morning as a child and a younger younger kid. And like she just absolutely loved that. I played tons of card games with both of my parents. My dad, who's still quite active at 67 years old, I took him on multiple, multiple hikes. We went scuba diving. In fact, Kate, we got to drop a link to the video from the Cristobal Canyon that AJ created right here in the income report because it's four minutes and 42 seconds of an amazing adventure that I took my dad on with five other guys from Palmas Del Mar here. The seven of us piled into our Hyundai Santa Fe and we were gone on this incredible cliff jumping adventure for the rest of the day. And it was just a really great 14 days. Like when my parents left, like I felt like, wow, I made the most of these 14 days. I really took the time to enjoy conversations and games and opportunities that I had with my parents. And it was really wonderful. And I know they appreciated it and they know that I appreciated it. And it was a really great time. So that's kind of what I wanted to share about my parents visiting. Kate, anything you want to add before we move on to the next thing? I do have to give you a huge shout out and mad props because you really did literally clear your calendar. And I loved like just you being able to spend that quality time with your parents. And it was really great having them down here. I enjoyed a lot of quality time with them as well, but I really do have to give it to you. You did spend an awesome amount of time with them. And I know that they both enjoyed and appreciated that so, so much. 
Well, thank you for that. I do appreciate it. And, you know, I'll be honest, I look back at some past trips, not in the recent years, because I've had that mindset shift a few years ago, and I've really been intentional since then. But before that, when my parents like came out to San Diego, one one day when I just moved out there, like this is maybe nine or 10 years ago. And I just like, like, I wasn't really present with them. Like I would like meet them for dinner, then I'd go off and be like, okay, I'm busy all day today. Like, you know, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And in their mind, they were probably just like, oh, you know, like we, we came out here, John, not like to see San Diego per se, but to spend time with you. But like, I just wasn't there mentally yet. I wasn't thinking in that way, which is really too bad. And, you know, that's a little bit of lost time that I could never really get back. And that's just maybe just me giving, you know, everybody kind of a shout out right now to, to maybe rethink how you're spending time with your loved ones, you know, whether that be children, parents, spouse, friends, whoever that might be. And maybe you're doing a great job and awesome. And maybe you're, there's some room for improvement there and awesome. You know, it's just like we all sat down. And one thing my mother loves doing, by the way, is watching Christmas movies. So like three nights in a row, we let her pick the Christmas movie for the night. And one of them was A Christmas Carol, um, the George C. Scott version, which is her favorite version. And it was absolutely amazing. And, you know, it was really kind of one of those things where, hey, it's not too late. Like it's not, if you're still alive and breathing and hearing my voice right now, it's definitely not too late to make that change, to make it happen. And another one we watched was It's a Wonderful Life. And it just makes you realize that, you know, here's this guy, he hates everything about his town. He thinks he's got the most boring life. But as soon as it's taken away from him, the only thing this guy wants is to have it all back. That's it. He would give anything for his wife, his kids, his town, his business, everything. And it's just such great reminders. Um, so I want to kind of give a shout out to that as well. But anyways, we've dwelled long enough on this topic. I want to move on to the second mastermind that Kate and I were a part of in November we uh, also hosted this one at our home here in Palmas del Mar, Puerto Rico. And Kate had a really big part in helping plan this. Um, we weren't running it, so to speak, like we ran the first one, but we were a big part of, of course, hosting and, and getting everything set up and ready for what ended up being a pretty incredible day. So Kate, why don't you take away what happened here at Casa Roble? Yes, this was such an honor to be invited and to be a big part of this peer-to-peer -peer mastermind with some people that I've been looking up to in the space for such a long time. It was really great to just invite them into our home, like you said, spend the day together. And it was definitely unlike any other mastermind I've participated in. And that was thanks to the genius of John Berghoff and his facilitation skills. Um, it was really cool to participate with a group of people in not doing hot seats, not necessarily sitting there talking about business struggles, but I would say we kind of took a more like holistic life approach to this mastermind. And I thought that that was just a really cool way of coming at it. it. Again, it was different than anything I've ever done before. And I so appreciate the authenticity and openness and the overabundance of sharing in that room from all the amazing attendees who were there. And it just was a very comforting and very eye-opening and like gratitude-filled day. Did you get that sense as well, John? You know, I did. I mean, I just love when great people come together and they all just have this mindset of abundance and they're just caring about each other. They're sharing things. 
And it was just wonderful. I mean, the group that came together was there for a reason. Amber took a lot of time to really handpick the individuals that were going to be there. They were there for a reason. We were matched up with individuals for a reason to have one-on-one conversations. So there was just a lot of great things that kind of came from that, a lot of great conversations. And, you know, probably most importantly, there were some really massive relationship building um, relationship buildings that happens that I think is going to pay huge dividends down the line. I mean, I can see multiple people that I'm now a lot closer with because of this mastermind doing really big things in the future with, because now I have that relationship. They're not just a name or a face from Instagram. They're actual people that I've had one-on-one conversations with that have been in my home. We shared a cup of coffee together. We shared a conversation, a laugh, a joke, you know, some tears, I'm not going to lie. You know, it was an emotional day in a lot of ways as well. Because a lot of us are in really interesting places in our businesses. And it was really interesting to hear how everybody is experiencing different things due to different situations, et cetera. And it really just makes you step back and you say, you know what? It's time to focus on what works. So I know you have some kind of takeaways, Kate, that you kind of wanted to share with Fire Nation about this mastermind that we had. And then we'll move on to the income report. For sure. I would say my biggest takeaway of the day, and this was just kind of overall looking at the entire process, because as you um, mentioned briefly, John, before we all even got together in this room for this day, we were getting on calls with uh, the partners who we were matched up with and kind of going through a set of questions, getting to know each other. And the entire process and the plan that was set out from start to finish was so beautifully, again, executed by Amber and John. And that was really my biggest takeaway is that I'm such a planner and oftentimes I really feel like I have to, I'll I'll steal part of the quote, that I have to see the whole staircase. And this mastermind, the setup of it, how we walked through the day, the uh, kind of I guess, ideas that I had at the end of it really taught me to embrace the fact that you don't have to have the entire plan built out. You don't have to know exactly what every single step is going to be. You can still take action and make really meaningful moves towards your goals without having to know every single step because your plan is going to continue to reveal itself if you just start taking action. So stop overcomplicating it. Stop trying to make every single step and move that you're going to make like this, you know, well thought out, like thoroughly planned thing, because guess what? Chances are it's going to change anyway. So just start taking action. That was my biggest takeaway from the day. And one thing that I'll just add before we move on is a lot of people right now are playing safe. Like you're not trying to, you're trying not to offend anybody or you're trying to just kind of appease everybody and resonate with everybody. And honestly, these people that were at our house, you know, these are all seven plus figure earners and none of them are playing in the middle. They're not playing in the middle. They are literally standing for something meaningful and people either love them or they really, really don't. And guess what? That's fine because there's no money in the middle. Love me or hate me, 
There's no money in the middle. So go find those 1,000 true fans, Fire Nation, and you'll be prepared to ignite. So moving into the November income report breakdown, as promised, our product and service income was $117,450. We did 522 journal sales, um, which brought in a total of $14,000. We did 176 freedom journals, 109 mastery journals, and the podcast journal for at least the third month, and maybe more in a row now, took it with 200. 28 podcast journals sold. And I'll tell you, I got a warning, Fire Nation. This is also a reminder to Kate to get moving on this is, I mean, these podcast journals are going fast. And we are going to literally be sold out of these things um, because they are just selling like absolute hotcakes, especially with Christmas season. Everybody's giving these as gifts. Um, We're going to be running out of inventory. And there's going to be a big gap, in my opinion, of inventory before these things are back on the market. So just letting you know, you know, if you want to get a podcast journal for yourself or a loved one, now is the time. I'm giving you this little tiny gift right here as for listening to this uh, income report that... uh, Now's the time for the podcast journals because those things are going like hotcakes. Uh, the 100 Day Gold Journal, which is the fourth journal that uh, I've created, that can be found in all of the places, Barnes & Noble, Urban Outfitters, all the great places. That did uh, $2,397 for the month. Podcasters Paradise brought in just over $24,000 for the month. Um, our podcast sponsorship income was $75,000. So of course, a massive, massive part of our overall revenue. Our affiliate income was strong at just under $29,000. We did uh, just under $20,000 alone with ClickFunnels. And then a couple other big ones was the Digital Course Academy with Amy Porterfield for $1,600. Closers on Fire by Dan Locke for $2,242. And um, let's see, the last one I'll share is we generated $647 via Libsyn. And if you use promo code FIRE, you get the rest of this month and all of next month for free for your Libsyn hosting account for podcasting. Um, Our business expenses were $35,476 and we've listed every single one of those expenses out in our income reports. Probably time to go through and uh, and trim some of these things out. Usually I say that we are down to the bare bones, but I feel like there's there's some things that we might be able to trim off here that uh, we'll be talking about in the upcoming months. And um, that brought our total net profit to 107000 $468. So we kept it over the six-figure mark for, I want to say, the 75th month in a row, and or 70, yeah, 75th month in a row. And today's biggest lesson learned is going to be all about setting boundaries from our very own Kate Lynn Erickson. Okay, I am definitely really, really, really getting down on these expenses in November because this was a high expense it was, month. It was. Based. Yeah, okay. I mean, that cell phone bill. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, sorry, salt in the wound. Biggest lesson learned for November is all about setting boundaries. 
And getting clear on what you want in your life is the fastest way to freedom. I'm so excited about, uh, John, I was thinking of this as you were going through the income and, and mentioning the podcast journal and everything. We have so many exciting projects that we're working on right now, all of which we're going to be going into detail in in the December income report. One of those is the second edition of the podcast journal, which I'm currently working through myself to launch a new podcast in the new year. So I'm super excited about that. And again, we'll be diving into all those details in December. But back to setting boundaries, if you're feeling super busy or wish that you weren't so overwhelmed all the time, I have a gift to give to you. It is up to you to choose how you spend your time. Isn't that great? If you're feeling busy or you're feeling overwhelmed, it's up to you to choose how you spend your time so you don't have to feel that way. If you continue to say yes to the things that don't light you up and that aren't helping you get closer to your goals, then how do you expect to feel when you have no time left for you? You can change that with boundaries. And this has been top of mind for me because I just finished reading a great book by Tanya Dalton called The Joy of Missing Out. And there were so many incredible tips and points that she makes throughout her book. You should see the highlights and the bookmarks I have are kind of crazy in my Kindle version. But one stuck out to me in particular in relation to setting boundaries that I wanted to share with you. She writes, give each role in your life the opportunity to shine. Boundaries allow you to do that. When we don't clearly stake our boundaries, we end up being overrun by the demands others put on us. And to be honest with you, it's not really their fault. If we don't communicate our boundaries, how do others know when they have crossed them? So Fire Nation, my call to you as I share my biggest lesson learned for November is to think about the boundaries that you've set in your life. Are they truly representative of the way you want to be spending your time? And if not, then it's time to sit down, take out a piece of paper and start brainstorming how you're going to give each role in your life the opportunity to shine. Fire Nation, I can't think of a better way to end this month's income report. I hope you enjoyed I hope you got that little tease that we have about our partnership with Jill and Josh because be on the lookout. It's going to be a challenge of challenges. Let us know what's going on in your world. We love hearing from you about these income reports, about the podcast, about all the content that we're putting out. A great place to connect with me is on Instagram at John Lee Dumas. And you can do the same with Kate, Kate L. Erickson on Instagram. Hit us up, follow us like us, comment, all the things. We'd love to see you there. And until then, we'll catch you on the flip side. The biggest needle mover in my business, funnels. The software I use to build my funnels, click funnels, no question. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. The fitness industry is a $94 billion industry and it's not showing any signs of slowing down. F45 is here to prove it and they're inviting you to join them. Inquire today about owning your own F45 franchise at f45invest.com slash fire. That's F the number 45, f45invest.com slash fire.